0: Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click & Go Travel Podcast. This week we're out of the studio and reporting live from the Holiday World Show in the RDS. We're going to be talking to tour sports, hotels, cruise companies and more to find out what's new and upcoming in the world of travel and for your future holidays.
1: My name is Carmen and I am representing Cantabria which is a region in the north coast of Spain uh, which is uh, very similar to Ireland uh, with regards to the colors. We are green, part of green Spain and we are green because everyth- we are called green Spain because it's the green part of our country. It's green because we have water of course <laughs> because it rains. Yeah but you know temperatures are very low because we also um, have and the Gulf Stream that keeps us warm. Uh, So it's pretty sunny and we have two different areas. Cantabria is very well known because it's called the mountain because we are close to the sea, but we have uh, the mountains, it's very mountainous uh, region. Uh, The main spot for mountaineering is Picos de Europa National Park and the Líbana area. And another feature is the northern way to St. Jack's and also the Lebaniego way which is uh, also part of the um, uh, World Heritage uh, routes to Santiago, Yeah, Yeah, UNESCO, Uh, protected by UNESCO. Uh, It goes from the coast right to the heart of the Picos de Europa mountains and it's a beautiful scenery and beautiful area to hike and to do all kinds of sports and we have lots of history as well and the gastronomy of course the capital is santander Santander. yeah very well known because of the bank mainly yeah (laughs) yeah but you know it's a here you can see you can see how beautiful this city is is it has lots of beaches and in the city within the city center lots of beaches and very lots of natural Areas as well, parks. We have the uh, this palace here in the peninsula of La Magdalena, and you know we are very friendly people. It's a small town. It's very secure, very safe, and we have pretty good connections with Ireland Uh, by um, by plane. We have an international airport in Santander, and also um, by Brittany ferries. There is a ferry. Uh, that, that goes directly from Cork to Santander. It takes uh, about uh, 24 hours. And it's a very nice way to arrive to arrive to Santander because it has one of the most beautiful bays in the world. It belongs to that club. Yeah, it's a magnificent place. Please come. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Hello, good morning. My name is Omar. I'm the Fuerteventura representative for UK, uh, Ireland and the Netherlands. And we are happy to invite uh, all who want to, to visit our lovely island. It's a wonderful place, uh, well known around the world uh, because of the, the lovely and the large virgin beaches. Uh, we have more than 150 kilometers of beaches surrounded the, the, the island. So it's perfect for families to take a bath in a paradise uh, environment. And if you want to, to get away to the stressful day, the normal day and day, yes, visit the, the quiet island of Forteventura. We will be very happy to, to, to show the, all the, the beautiful place that we have. We also have a, a destination for the starlight. Uh, for trekking, uh, the water sports, aquatic, uh, perfect for surfing, windsurfing, uh, so yes, we have plenty of activities and and we have also very good uh, fly connections directly from Dublin with Aer Lingus and Ryanair. And what would be the main reason you think why people should visit Fort Ventura? Just for relax. Just for relax and and yes, to, to, to get lost in some coves or the kilometers of beach that we have, for example, in the south, in Cofete, Morrojable, Costa Calma, where we celebrate, where we held the, the world championship of windsurfing every year. It's, a, it's an amazing environment to, to take the sand, take a bath and just relax.
0: And if people are visiting this year, what well, would be your number one thing for them to see or do while they're there?
2: So we are very famous because we have the um, the one of the best uh, goat cheese. For example, so in gastronomy, we have also uh, the um, the olive oil, extra virgin olive oil from Forteventura is considered one of the best of the canneries. So in terms of gastronomy and activities as as well, such as culture. We are the oldest capital of the Canary Islands, so we have plenty of history, and it's a a little bit of mix of gastronomy uh, and culture, and of course the, the beautiful beach, and the best weather. Thank you so much.
3: OK, well, I'm Peter Vella, and I'm the director for the UK and Ireland for the Malta Tourism Authority. Well, Malta's a hidden gem, really. Um, it's, it, in many ways, it's very similar to Ireland in the Mediterranean. Everyone speaks English, uh, has had British rule, and uh, it's a devout Roman Catholic country. Part of the Eurozone. Um, uh, so people use Euros, it's part of the European Union. And it's right slap-bang in the middle of the Mediterranean, so... It has a Mediterranean social culture and a British, um, Northern European type uh, business culture. Um, for, for visitors, it's just magnificent because it's, uh, it's the three islands, uh, Malta, Gozo, Camino, and collectively they're smaller than the Isle of Wight in uh, Britain, so a very small country. So everything's very close together. So you can get around it very quickly. And uh, in the, in the summer it's got all that you'd expect, beautiful Clear blue seas and sunshine. Very hot island, Um, but in the winter people go there because of history and culture. It's a very historic country. It was. um, It's got the oldest temples in the world, older than Newgrange in Ireland, older than the pyramids, and older than Stonehenge. They're the oldest in the world. Um, And then we, and they're all over the island. We, in fact, we have three UNESCO World Heritage sites. That they're one of them. Another is an underground temple that is uh, more than four thousand B.C. And then the the capital city of Valletta, which last year was European Capital of Culture, is a whole UNESCO World Heritage Site, and it's just fabulous. It's a Baroque city built by the Knights of St. John. Um, According to Disraeli, it was built by gentlemen for gentlemen, and you can still see it there now, great cafe culture, perhaps the most magnificent Baroque cathedral in the world, uh, St. John's Co-Cathedral, all endowed in gold leaf with two Caravaggio paintings. But then on top of that, um, there's all the history and there's all the culture and the, Malt- the Maltese people love the British and the Irish, um, <laughs> they they really do. Um, but you you have uh, fantastic gastronomy. It's a sort of eclectic mix of North African and Mediterranean food. Lots of Ita- top Italian chefs there now actually, um, and there's a fantastic events calendar as well through the years. So there's always things going on there. Uh, wine festivals fire, firework festivals classic car Grand Prix, there's um, uh, Isle of MTV which is 50,000 people go and watch Lady Gaga or Will I Am whoever it might be and then also in May there's um, Animac does uh, Lost and Found which attracts 15,000 people for uh, beach parties boat parties and all night raids <laughs> so there's a big nightlife there for people of all ages um so uh, we have a beautiful sister island Gozo, which is a lot more rural. So Malta is really quite a busy, bustling island. Um, it's all happening. There's 400,000 people living on Malta, and there's about 35,000 on Gozo. So it's a lot more. People go there to chill out and detox and uh, just get away from it all, you recover from Malta. It's a really lovely, quiet island. Um, absolutely beautiful, in fact. Uh, totally unspoiled and. Um, I can tell you a few more things, if you like. I mean, Malta is um, uh, very strong in the LGBT market. So the International Lesbian and Gay Association um, for Europe um, uh, audits 49 countries every year for how gay friendly they are. And Malta is top of 49 countries, um, 94%. The next down is only at 78 it's a big big gap that's norway so we're way ahead i think ireland i have to say is around 55 something like that so it's a very safe country for um the lgbt community you know it's not just not an issue you know uh, walking holding hands or going to bars just not an issue um it's also a very big dive destination uh, it's voted um for the last three years it's been voted the second best dive destination in the world seven percent of all tourists that go to Malta go for scuba diving, and um, we're always battling it out with the Red Sea and the Maldives. So, very big in in diving because the sea it's so unpolluted in the middle of the Med that the seas are completely crystal clear. And they go for wreck diving, and they go to look at big archaeological sort of features that lie lie lie, lie in the sea. Um, so, another area where it's just about to take off in Malta's religious tourism actually. Um, so it's the first country in the world that was converted to Christianity um, by St. Paul. He was shipwrecked there in AD 60. And already people go in the footsteps of St. Paul, but it's a very um, religious country and uh, you know magnificent churches and grottos and apparitions of Our Lady. And uh, so a lot of people are starting to go there for that reason as well. So there's a lot to do. It's a year-round destination. That's the main thing, really. That, you know... You've got all the beautiful things to do in the sun and the sea in the summer, like you have anywhere else in the Med. But um, the beauty of it is everything's close together. You can get around it quickly. um, And there's just so much to do, even in the winter. Um, And that's one reason, actually. It makes it very good for young adults and also for families with older children, because the children can't get bored. You know, kids who are sort of 16, 17, sit on a beach all day. They just want to go to their rooms and look at YouTube. But in Malta, you just can't get bored.
4: Hello, my name is Emmy uh, Anagnostopoulou, I'm the director of the Greek National Tourist Organization. Uh, our office is in London and covers the UK and Ireland. Uh, we are here, we exhibit uh, one more year in Dublin. Uh, the Irish market is very, very important to us. Uh, we have more flights from Dublin mainly to, to Greece. Uh, Eight months per year, and some charter flights directly to uh, islands and destinations. Uh, we're trying to, to expand and show to the to the market here that Greece has almost everything apart from the known islands. There are so many uh, undiscovered areas uh, for the for, for the Irish people here. Uh, We're pushing a lot up um, the uh, 365-year, Greece as a 365-day destination, Uh, the city breaks in Athens and Thessaloniki are doing extremely well and we want to show them that you can stay more days as a um, short Uh, stay and discover more areas in terms of history, scenery, um, vacations, the beaches are everywhere near to those big cities. Um, We are pushing a lot of activities in Greece, outdoors, uh, gastronomy, honeymoons, uh, weddings uh, all over uh, the country. What destination should people visit this year in Greece, maybe
0: beyond a city break or that aren't Mykonos and Santorini or Corfu for the islands?
4: I would say that all islands uh, uh, next close to the, to the well-known ones like Corfu, Crete, Rhodes or Santorini, Uh, have a lot to offer to to the Irish market, Uh, amazing beaches, Uh, the food is fantastic and the price is is accessible for everybody, Uh, for families. Um, I would say uh, a a trip to Athens and uh, a ferry trip to the Saronic Islands which is uh, Hydra, Speches, the, the well-known ones, and then It uh, uh, would be a very, very nice idea for the for the for the Irish people here. Uh, Crete is always a great destination; It's a very big island, uh, and you can spend a couple of weeks there in order to discover everything. Uh, what else? The, the Naxos is an island where we have a flight, direct flights from Athens. Uh, just half an hour and uh, the small cyclads uh, next to, to uh, as a hop on hop off uh, tour it's a very good idea and also the northern uh, Greece uh, the area of Thessaloniki and Macedonia uh, it's a fantastic uh, option uh, all year round for the market here thank you very very much
5: Hi, I'm Jill from Visit Florida. Um, Just want to tell you all the wonderful things we've got on the state of Florida. Uh, We have 825 miles of beaches. Uh, We have eight national parks, um, the best award-winning beaches you can have, and of course, eight of the top 20 theme parks in the world as well are in our Jewel in the Crown Orlando. So much diversity, lots and lots of things to see and do, not just for families, but for adults, uh, couples and groups of friends as well. Um, if you want something different, go down to the Keys. That's 125 islands all linked together by one road, which makes it one of the most fantastic road trips you can do. We've got the Gulf Coast of Mexico on the west side and the Atlantic Ocean on the east side. So two very, very different contrasting coastlines. It's probably the only place, well, it is the only place in the States where you can uh, watch the sunrise on the east coast, drive over to the west coast and watch the sunset. Uh, the only place in the United States that you can actually do that. So, um, yeah, absolutely unique to Florida, that one. Uh, we also have 1,250 golf courses. Uh, also, we have a wonderful foodie scene as well. So a real um, real burgeoning farm-to-fork um, culture out there as well. So we really do have something for everybody. Where in Florida would you recommend people going to get their best first taste of it? Well we can't say we, you have to go to Orlando first of all um, and experience the theme parks but my advice would be to then get out to the coast as well so um, do do the Gulf Coast of Mexico as I say these beautiful white powdery sand beaches. Uh, the beaches have got crystal quartz um, in them so what that means is that the, the sand doesn't get hot so um, when you're when it's you know the sun is beating down you don't have to do that funny sand hop to get to the ocean it's absolutely fantastic also up in the um in the north is a uh, crystal river as well where you can go and swim with manatees in their natural habitat absolutely amazing
6: hi i'm trevania cross and i'm from the las vegas convention and visitors authority and i'm here to tell you all about what's new in vegas this year um we have park mgm opened last year so it's fantastic because we've so many new DJs coming in and new acts. We've now signed uh, Celine Celine Dion has left but we now have Gwen Stefani Um, we have so many resident DJs coming in as well Um, there's always new talent coming in every weekend we we have different people coming in as well as our residencies. We have J-Lo as well so we've all the, the good show um, good entertainment people coming in to to fill your your showcasts. We also have Cirque du Soleil, uh, which is an amazing show, and we've got nine of those in Vegas, so they're all around the different hotels. Um, We've also great dining. It's a really good place to go if you want to try some food. Um, We've the best chefs in the world are located in Las Vegas. Um, So it, it is a really good dining destination. And you also have the Grand Canyon, which is amazing. You can now take a trip out there and do some yoga. Um, so if people would like to go and do some yoga in the canyon, that's a really different thing to do. And it's also a really good place for weddings and honeymoon destinations. So we've got chapels all over the hotels. Each hotel has a chapel as well as our wedding chapels. So it's a really great place to go right now. Um, and it's showing up at really, really good rates to get there. So i highly recommend going and taking a trip to Vegas this year.
7: Hello, Reginald Charlotte with NYC & Company, uh, Managing Director for NYC & Company. So we're here talking about New York City. Uh, Hopefully we'll get a lot of Irish coming to New York City because there's a lot going on this year, uh, 2019. We call it the monumental year because so many things are happening. First, there's um, Hudson Yards, which is the largest real estate development in the USA, or the Western Hemisphere, I should say. They're going to have a new observation deck opening up in June of this year. They're going to have a new shopping venue. With the first ever Neiman Marcus, which is a high-end um, luxury store opening up um, in May. And they're going to have um, um, a structure, uh, architectural structure, art structure called the Vessel, which are 155 or so interconnected stairs, giving you different vantage points of looking at the city. Uh, then there's also going to be the Shed, which is actually a, performance, um, a cultural performance center. Uh, it's supposed to be an amazing space, which actually is on wheels. So it can have, actually have an outdoor or an indoor performance, depending on the weather. So it's definitely um, time to go see um, Hudson Yards. And, of course, there's the Statue of Liberty um, Ellis Island Museum opening up as well. So you get a little bit of history and a little bit of um, uh, experience downtown lower Manhattan. And you have uh, MoMA, which is expanding by 30%. So MoMA's going to be quite, quite large. It's already large in and of itself. But it's going to be even bigger uh, come the springtime of this year. So there's a little tidbit of things that are happening in midtown and downtown but also, this year, there's also the um, World Pride, which is the 50th, celebrating the 50th anniversary of Stonewall, um, with the, which is the LGBT movement that started in New York City back in 1969. So World Pride, actually, is the first time it's ever going to be in the US. It's the first time ever, and it's happening to coincide with um, uh, Stonewall. So it's a really big celebration happening in June. So New York City is gonna be very, very busy and very exciting for people to come in and celebrate with us in June. But, of course, we want you to come and celebrate the whole year. Not just that particular month or that particular week, but come throughout the whole year. Loads of things are going to be happening from Broadway shows opening, coming. The Share Show is out right now. Uh, you have Dear Evan Hansen. that's still out and still going strong. A lot of Broadway shows. Um, a lot of the new neighborhoods. The neighborhoods are really booming also. You have neighborhoods such as um, Brooklyn Heights and Dumbo in um, Brooklyn. You have uh, Astoria. You have Long Island City. You have the South Bronx. You even have... Empire Outlets, actually I forgot to mention that, Empire Outlets opening up on Staten Island. So this is going to be the first ever outlet shopping center in New York City. So for those Irish who are going for a city break, a quick weekend, you can actually just hop the ferry down, get to um, Empire Outlets, go shopping to your heart's content, and then head right back into Manhattan and go do a bit more shopping. So it's going to be really exciting in regards to shops and restaurants and things of that nature to be in New York City this year, 2019, we want Irish to come every year.
8: So, hello everyone. I'm Antonio Paradiso, the um, managing director for MSC Cruises uh, UK and Ireland. I'm very excited to be back in Dublin, and I'm at Holiday World right now. And you know, I'm really appreciating you know, the enthusiasm I see around. So, it's also a pretty exciting day for us. We are only missing 35 days until the launch of MSC Bellissima in Southampton on the 3rd of March. And uh, really exciting days, you know, because yesterday I actually announced the artists and um, the celebrities, you know, performing on stage at the naming ceremony. So uh, Holly Willoughby will be our master of ceremonies. We are delighted to have Nile Rodgers and his band Chic, you know, performing on stage. Then we will have uh, two brand new Cirque du Soleil shows at sea. Uh, which is really exciting and uh, that's our new proposition for all the customers you know booking on msc bellissima we will have lee john and uh, from imagination performing at the after party but what is really cool is that msc bellissima is just looking amazing it will be the first ship also with um, the very first you know uh, personal uh, digital concierge device in uh, every cabin so it's an alexa style device which basically further supports and enhances you know the experience we are providing to our customers on top of that we have more and more uh, specialty restaurants you know from french bistros to american steakhouses to teppanyaki sushi bars so there's you know lots going on on the ship and we are really really excited and uh, literally six months later we will be launching another ship this time in Germany so MSC Grandiosa the first ship of the Meraviglia Plus um, category and uh, so this means we are giving more and more choice to our customers we are delighted because yesterday night we won again you know we are the number one cruise line in Ireland so uh, thanks to all of our customers you know for the love we feel it we hear it and you know we just want to give more and more um, added value you know, to their money so a lot of exciting things, an exciting year for MSC, uh, we have more destinations, we have more ships than ever in the Mediterranean, so covering both West and East, uh, more ships in the Caribbean and we have some really fantastic offers, we are right in the middle of the wave season, so uh, please come and see us and you know, book a cruise with MSC, bye bye.
9: Uh, Hi, my name's uh, Brandon Davis. I represent Air Arabia here in Ireland and the UK. Uh, We do a twice-weekly flight from Dublin into Agadir, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about all the great things that you can do in Morocco. Um, so from Agadir, which is our gateway into the country, it is of course a winter sun destination, a place that you can go 365 days a year to enjoy the sunshine, the beach, the ocean and everything that comes with it. Um, of course, Morocco is known as probably one of the more unique destinations that you'll find in the world. Uh, it, offers the ancient, the modern uh, the mountains the sea and everything in between Uh, Marrakech of course is the most well known and the reason where Morocco gets its name, Uh, it is a truly unique city Uh, you can go in and enjoy thousand year old streets and shops and experiences right next to some of the most modern nightclubs and restaurants and entertainment options that you find anywhere in the world Uh, moving on from Marrakech you've got Fez uh, which is and I've got it here. Hold on a second. I've got to say it right. The largest metropolitan car-free area in the world and that's of course because the streets are so old that the cars don't fit down them. Um, transport in Fez is only either walking or by donkey cart so it gives you an idea of the type of experiences you can have there in the Medina. It's a uh, very very authentic travel experiences. Um, of course the Atlas Mountains worldwide known as, as a, a premier mountain range, uh, great snow-capped peaks from the backdrop of Marrakesh um, and Mount Toubkal, which is the highest peak in North Africa which is very popular option for climbers of all levels, I think, which is very important when people are considering something like that.
10: Grant Daly from Universal Orlando Resort so we are three amazing parks with six on-site hotels soon to be joined by many many more uh, we are a complete resort destination uh, take you a minimum now four days to, to do the whole resort with us but always something new and exciting coming with us. Uh, big news for this coming year is we have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in both our parks both Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley but this year in Ireland's Adventure side we will have the new Harry Potter coaster. Watch out for news in the coming weeks but we will have a proper a big new coaster. Uh, The theme has not yet been revealed and we're expecting it to open uh, in ready for peak season this year as well. And also we are joined by some new hotel products. So last year we opened our first contemporary uh, hotel called Adventura with an amazing rooftop barn panoramic views over Universal. But now we're also opening Surfside Inn and Suites on the land where Wet n Wild used to be, uh, offering amazing value for money. We have uh, great rooms at a great price. Standard Queen queens starting at $74 a night and some fantastic two-bedroom suites that can sleep up to six, full kitchen air in the room for $114 a night leading as well. So always something new at Universal, so come over and enjoy this.
0: In addition to talking to the tourist boards and different destinations that are at Holiday World, we're going to speak to some of the public and see what their plans for 2019 are. Are they going on holidays? Are they looking to book here? What kind of information or destinations are they eyeing up? So, what's your name and where are you from?
11: It's Michael from Irish Images.
0: And... What are you looking for at Holiday World? Are you looking at destinations, book a holiday?
11: Yeah, we're here today to um, we set up. We have a business that promotes. Um, we're kind of do promotional videos. And um, we've done some stuff with some people from Portugal here last year. So we just call in to, to visit a few people here and say hello to a few old friends we met here last year and in different countries. But it's always great here in the um, Holiday World. It's always full of life. Huge amount of people. It's great to see people from all different countries here and it's, 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 it's wonderful um, to, to have this in the, at, at the end of January and have you any holidays planned for yourself for this year? Um, I think we probably go to maybe New York maybe some Patrick's over there and um, yeah it's, it's, it's always, you always be thinking at this time of the year where to go and where to visit.
0: No better place than Holiday World to get a bit of inspiration?
11: Yeah it's probably a good place to visit in Malaysia a good place to visit I see some good stand-up from Malaysia and, yes, nice. yeah, and some of the French places are nice to visit too. Portugal too, our good friends are from Portugal. so It's a good place to visit. Yeah, yeah, and then Lagos and, yeah, and, well, and, e- sometimes it's good to stay at home, isn't
0: it? Uh, what's your name and um, where are you from?
12: Mike Mahan, I'm from Stilorgan, County Dublin.
0: And what are you doing at Holiday World? Are you looking to book or just looking for some inspiration?
12: Looking for inspiration. There's a few places I've wanted to go uh, that I've been interested in going. And I'm looking to see, get some information about visas in particular, stopovers, things like that. Give me some ideas on where I might like to go uh, in the summer season ahead.
0: What destinations are you thinking of?
12: Well, there's one I'm after looking at with Shanghai and I'm interested in China. I would be interested in doing that maybe as a stopover on the way somewhere like Australia or somewhere like a, a New Zealand or somewhere like that. It's one of those places kind of on my bucket list that I haven't been able to get to yet, but I would love to try and do it maybe. It's kind of a bit off the wall and uh, I usually travel um, kind of independently. So trying to do some uh, independent travel, maybe get some places like that this year
0: and you've nothing booked so far for this year at all no little breaks or anything
12: Uh, i usually will do some short trips as well you know maybe to the uk as well because i'm watching that now just see what's going to happen there with with the situation on brexit but um hopefully everything will be you know running as normal after that so i'm going to look to europe as well this time
0: and final question what's your favorite destination that you've been to so far
12: Uh, Well, I do love Spain and I suppose um, the south of Spain, you can't go wrong there because if you get somewhere like Malaga, then you've got a lot of choices. You can go to a place like Valencia or you could go um, to Seville or you could go to, you know, all along the coast there. Um, So it's really nice. Spain would definitely be my top destination.
0: That's it for this week on the Click & Go travel podcast. Thanks to everyone who let me interview them from Las Vegas to Malta. And as always, thank you for listening. Our January sale is finishing on the 31st, so make sure to check out clickandgo.com to find your next Sun, Camping, City, USA, Worldwide or cruise holiday. Stephen and I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far and also all the destinations we've covered. If you have any questions or want to hear about a certain destination, drop us an email at podcast at click If you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous episodes, please rate it on iTunes, leave your reviews, share it and spread the word. Until our next one, goodbye.